the Askell Leadership Podcast. My name is Kate Grucock and I'm an Assistant Vice Principal at Redmore Academy in Leicestershire. Until 2015, Redmore was an 11 to 14 high school and it's now um, an 11 to 16 academy. And I took on my first leadership role in September 2017 and I was asked to take on responsibility for data, which um, was not a natural fit for me at all. I have an English and media studies background and it felt very alien to be taking on the data lead with no experience whatsoever. Um, it really heightened my imposter syndrome and I had to teach myself, I had to convince myself first that I could lead on data um, before I could convince anybody else that I was in the right role, I think. Um, between accepting the role and the start of term, Redmore recorded its first set of GCSE results and um, they were, well unexpectedly low with a progress 8 of minus 0.8 which put our school right at the bottom of the county league table. A um, bit of a shock to the leadership team. All five of us were either brand new to the role um, and with three of us in our first ever leadership role um, and the other two on the team had only been um, on the leadership team for a year and our principal was um, acting principal in his first ever headship so we were we were all pretty much brand new together and I think that helped it did draw us together we had a big task um, to turn the school around. Um, closely following that set of GCSE results we had Ofsted 12 weeks into um, the school term. Thank goodness for internal data um, thank goodness it was still being looked at then because it really did help me to tell the story um, and convince the Ofsted team that we were on a steep upwards trajectory. Um, I'm a governor too of um, a local 11 to 18 um, lead school in a, in a small trust and I could tell you that at Redmore we celebrated our um, requires improvement judgment um, in the same way that um, we celebrated outstanding at the school where I'm a governor because it felt like no lesser achievement um, to avoid an inadequate judgment. Um, that, you know, we, we proved that the Ofsted team were right. Um, and in 2018, um, Redmore got a positive progress eight and sustained it in 2019 too, um, with the same pupil profile, the same staff, just clarity of purpose, I think, simplifying procedures, relentless focus on teaching and learning, just really doing everyday small things really, really well, and having very high expectations for behaviour and the standard of student work. Um, top tips for leading on data. Um, or leadership generally, I would say. Um, just read, read, read everything that you can find. Um, it helps to build confidence. Um, teach yourself so that you can teach others. Um, obviously, there's a limit to the amount of time any leader can spend reading. So when there's no time to read, I use uh, audio ways of staying up to date. So I use Audible, um, educational books on Audible. I listen to podcasts, um, particularly from the National College of Education, um, from Leadership Matters, 
um, from Data Busters. Um, they all do podcasts which I can listen to whilst I'm walking the dog, while I'm driving, while I'm doing housework. And it just helps me multitask. So I'm keeping up to date, but I'm also able to do other things at the same time. Um, Twitter, I find brilliant um, for quick fixes, for blogs, especially if you're um, about to write a new policy or you're designing, a, I don't know, a new set of um, key stage four reports for parents, something like that. You can you can read, a, you know, two or three blogs and start to then form the backbone of your policy. Um, I think Twitter is great for following discussions on contentious issues. You can weigh up the pros and cons and work out in your own mind where you stand. Um, I follow, in particular from a data point of view, SIG+, Plus, which is Jamie Pembroke, um, Richard Selfridge, um, who is at Data Busters, and um, they're, they're great for sense checking, for um, ethical use of data, sensible use of data. Peter Atherton, too, brilliant for official announcements. He's great at letting you know um, when something's out, when when to check up on the, the latest release from government, etc. It helps you not get caught out. Um, Listening to more or less on Radio 4 as well has been great for me taking on a, a kind of statistical role. Um, it's brilliant for expressing, um, exposing statistical tricks and sneaky practices and helping you look out for those in your own role as well. Um, I would also say just drinking as much CPD as you can possibly get um, kind of national events like the ASCOL data conferences leading on data they're great one in the autumn term one in the spring term um, again they offer a good sense check steering away from poor use of data you can go back to your own school scan the procedures and kind of wheedle out those outdated practices that aren't helping anymore that are perhaps um, you know clouding the issues or drawing too much staff time away from the things that are really going to um, improve students learning. Um, local networks as well are great, local networks of people that leaders that lead on data. If you don't have one in your area consider you know trying to start one off. Um, I find them great for cross-checking your procedures against similar schools because you will know the schools far more in your local area so you'll know whether things will work for you or not and accept offers of help when I was I think probably in the first fortnight of my role I was put in touch with a deputy head at a nearby school who had you know had a similar role in a couple of schools and um, he was very generous with his time just sat down with me and just helped by going through the academic year calendar and pointing out you know, make sure you've done this by September. Uh, the census drops in January. Make sure that you do this by then. And, and you know, very, very good for me in terms of that open, honest um, support. Um, and, and also now I feel that I can offer that to others. It doesn't take long for you to feel um, that you can give something back or kind of cascade the generosity. Um, the other thing that I did, of course, was I shamelessly used my governor training opportunities to help me in my leadership role. And it, that was good because 
it gave me an idea of what governors might be asking me in my professional capacity and helped me prep for um, those kind of meetings and that kind of scrutiny. Um, the, one of the other top tips that I would say is you, you have to be quite strict with yourself in prioritising your leadership role over um, operational tasks that can just leach so much time away. Um, and also trying to be perfect in the classroom. It's not easy because obviously if we're leading the school, we want to also model all of the great kind of expectations, that high expectation of um, classroom teaching that we expect from others in the school. But you're paid to be a great leader and a good teacher, but not a perfect teacher in the classroom. Um, your leadership role is is the one that, you know, you, you're paid to do um, more. You can only do that if you model good working practices and try not to get drawn into neglecting your strategic role by getting bogged down in the nitty gritty. Easier said than done, and we know that. Um, things to avoid, I would say, just try to avoid following the crowd. If your instinct tells you that something isn't right for your school, and I'm still haunted by a key stage three flight path um, that I developed because every other school seemed to have one. I felt like we had to have one. I guess I knew it wasn't right. Um, and indeed, one of our least successful SLT strategic afternoons was the time that we tried to develop this system for measuring key stage, key stage three progress. And this flight path still lives on in middle leaders' psyche um, kind of two and a half, three years on, and it's taking some eradicating. So just try and have that confidence in your own judgment. If you feel like something's not working, if you feel like it's it's not right for your school, resist it or take time to see what alternatives there are. Um, one other tip that I would give is um, prioritising student needs of parent demands always above staff isn't necessarily the right thing to do. Um, sometimes keeping things manageable for staff, um, in, especially in terms of data, that's also in student interest because it keeps staff a bit fresher, a bit more engaged, uh, less resentful. Simplifying the data calendar, perhaps um, drawing the data headlines for staff and not always expecting them to, you know, be analytical themselves that can also help. Um, the leap to leadership um, is just a brilliant one. I, I love it. I wouldn't go back. In terms of leadership as a whole, the, I, I guess I've learned that that sense of responsibility, it never quite leaves you. Um, it can be difficult sometimes when you're pondering over something on a Friday night or on a Saturday morning. Um, it doesn't ever quite go away it doesn't quite go away in the holidays but you do get used to it you do get a little bit better at switching off um you can tie yourself in knots always trying to be in the know and always trying to have the answers um and admitting that you don't have the answers or admitting that you need more time to formulate your own plans and and so on that that comes with confidence. I'm not sure I'm there yet. Um, I'm now about to start my fourth year in leadership. I don't think I'm quite there yet. Um, 
but you know that that is one of the tips that I would give try not to always feel um, that you're blushing if you're caught out not knowing something and you know it takes time in my data role specifically I would say collect it rarely use it cleverly um, feed the pig more often than weighing it um, draw out common misinterpretations particularly when you're reporting back to SLT perhaps after a data drop after mock exams um, what are the pitfalls here? Look at the numbers. Try and encourage people to look for erroneous conclusions. What are the pitfalls here? What are the red herrings? What hasty or unfair judgments could be made about staff or subjects or students from these numbers? And, and what's the background story? You know, we need to know the whole picture, not just a single figure in a table from which we might make snap judgments. Um, just to end on a positive um, note, the, the positive side of leadership, I would say, is there's real joy in being part of a team that's driving positive change, being involved in those high level discussions and having the autonomy to contribute to the de um, school decisions that really do make a difference. And having that pride in knowing that you're building a strong school for the community and I would say that really does come from senior leadership. Um, I love my leadership role and I wish anybody taking it on, you know, real luck. And um, yeah, good luck with it. The Ask Old Leadership Podcast. 